Welcome back, everybody. This is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888. Today, we have another gun gripe episode for you, and we're going to be diving into the weeds on HR 5427. Uh, if you aren't familiar with this bill, uh, they are looking to go through uh, the legislative end of things to ban bump stocks. We're going to dive into this a little bit. It's got some far-reaching implications that we'd like to discuss a little bit here. Before we get started, I'd like to thank our friends at RMA Body Armor for supporting Gun Gripes. They've got a bunch of awesome hard armor options, all American-made, veteran-owned and operated, really good group of guys, all NIJ certified. Uh, we've done a ton of testing on their armor, and it's always held up so good. Uh, comes in at a great value. Just a really good group of people. If you go over and pick yourself up some armor, tell them we sent you from Gun Gripes. All right, so we're going to dive into this a little bit, and, and Chad and I were getting a little bit fired up earlier about the direction this video is likely going to go, but... Uh, we'll, it's, just... well, it's it's going to go down into the pit is where it's going to go. It's going to go deep down into the pits of the... hatred and despair and Ugh. heartache. Welcome to the pit of despair. All right, so there's not a summary uh, text available just yet, but we do have the wording of the bill, mm -hmm. and we'll just kind of go through and read a little bit to you. We're not going to go through all of it because it's a good bit, but as always, you'll see a link in the description box below mm -hmm. with uh, you know some of the things referenced here that we've discussed well, in the video. remember, we are just uncouth rednecks, and we don't read all that great. Yeah, that's so, right. Some of these well words are big, and we're uneducated. Anyway, we'll get into this now. Um, as you know, right now, the bump stock kerfuffle is still sort of in the courts, mm -hmm. right? Still going through the court process, and I've heard some rumblings that it could potentially even go as far as the Supreme Court. Um, and so far, there's been, you know, quite a bit of good things gained in the court system related to bump stocks. So what the anti-gunners are attempting to do here is they sort of see the death throes of that situation uh, coming to a head, right? They know that this situation is going to probably come out in our favor in the courts uh, because, quite frankly... Uh, just as much as the ATF, in previous videos we've discussed this, Chad and I have, but as much as they would love to just rewrite the law by just waving a magic wand, that's just not how this works. You can't just <sighs> determine that something is a machine gun when it isn't. The law is what it is, and a machine gun is what it is, and it isn't what it isn't. We've already discussed that. You guys know this. What H.R. 5427 uh, sort of aims to do is actually amend, all right, uh, be it enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America and Congress assembled, blah, 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 blah. It's uh, 5845 uh, of the Internal Revenue Code, It is, code, I yes. Believe. In general, Section 5845 of the Internal Revenue Code of 1986 is amended. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to amend uh, that particular section mm -hmm. of the NFA to include bump stocks as machine guns. Mm -hmm. The argument, even though in their bill, we're going to read through it. Yeah. I'm going to let Chad read through. I'm going to Absolutely. shut up and let him read because he reads better than I do. Well, sometimes. You guys probably notice that. Uh, you know, I, I don't read and write so good, boys and girls. Stay in school. Uh, but anyway, you're going to see that in this language, uh, there are ways that logically it can quickly fall apart, even in the way that they word it. They so desperately want... Um, the action of bump stocks and the way they work mm. to constitute the making of a machine gun. And it just simply isn't. And we're going to explain why it isn't. So just a little, <laughs> uh, just to backtrack just slightly. Sure. All right. So as you guys know, okay, if you haven't been living under a rock, which we say this all the time, you know that Trump. Lots of people live under rocks. <laughs> Trump, while he was president, 
issued an executive order directing the DOJ to look at banning bump stocks. We had a comment period open on it and that sort of thing. Uh, after the comment period ended, they issued a final rule, essentially banning bump stocks from possession by civilians, basically labeling them as machine guns. So it's been in the court systems ever since um, regarding the definition of a machine gun, okay, which I'm going to read the definition of a machine gun in the Internal Revenue Service Code of 1986. This is where much of the NFA is actually located in the U.S. Code. The term machine gun means any weapon which shoots, is designed to shoot, or can readily or be readily restored to shoot automatically more than one shot without manual reloading by a single function of the trigger. Okay? So, this is where the bump stock argument really falls apart because, as you know, the function of a bump stock doesn't provide more than one, or doesn't provide a single function of the trigger for more than one shot, okay? The rifle itself is actuated. You actually become the machine gun, if you will, because you are actuating it to a certain degree. But the trigger is still actuated one time per shot, although it's just very quickly. Um, what this bill intends to do, let's read. Let's read what they want to change. All right, so as we discussed before, this would actually change the legal definition of a machine gun to include bump stocks, but it can actually include quite a bit more. All right, the term bump stock means any of the following. This is what they want to add, okay, to these subsections. Any manual, power-driven, or electronic device that is designed such that when the device attached to or the device is attached to a semi-automatic weapon, the device eliminates the need for the operator of a semi-automatic weapon to make a separate movement for each individual function of the trigger and materially increases the rate of fire of a semi-automatic weapon or approximates the action or rate of fire of a machine gun. All right, Any part or combination of parts that is designed and functions to eliminate the need for the operator of a semi-automatic weapon to make a separate movement for each of the individual or each individual function of the trigger and materially increases the rate of fire of a semi-automatic weapon or blah blah blah. Uh, right. Hold the phone. You, you get the idea. Okay. Before so, we move on, right, hold the listen. phone. Okay. Here we so, go. Here's the issue. All right. The major issue is that right there in the initial wording, without even reading the rest of the bill, this is going to fall has to fall flat on its face because it doesn't pass the lens of technical scrutiny on the way that these firearms operate, right? So here's the thing. If I take a bump stock device or whatever and I put it onto a gun and I squeeze the trigger once, I'm going to get one round, mm -hmm. right? You only get the continuous rounds when you apply pressure to the forend and you're continuously pushing mm -hmm. forward. Well, what is happening? Motion, mm -hmm. right? Right here. Separate it says movements. eliminates the need, all right? Any part or combination of parts that are designed and functions to eliminate the need for the operator of a semi-automatic weapon to make a separate movement. Ah, but you do have to make separate movement. You have to continuously push forward. You are making a separate movement every time that firearm comes to the rear and stops. Now, the that's why the Atkins accelerators were, were outlawed and they were having so much issue. Now, why was the Atkins accelerator pulled by the ATF? Because, because it, it had, had a, spring. a spring. So you no longer had to use another motion. Once the process was started and you squeezed the trigger, the receiver would move so 
uh, rearward in such a way, and the spring would continue to push the receiver into your right. trigger. How did you they no longer move? used your body to push it. The spring became a machine gun. Right. So, so when the Atkins Acceler was deemed a machine gun, how did they get around that? Right. How did they get around it? They removed the spring. Exactly. So You come, are the spring. You are the so spring. So you are still actuating the trigger. You're just not moving your finger. You're right. using the, your your left hand as the trigger at that point. So, so you're still having to actuate each shot. You are. All right. Now, look. Just so it to doesn't play, pass purview there. Right, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute, like Eric does quite a bit. Now, what they could be getting at with this description here and these and, and this this wording is all right. Eliminate the need for a separate movement for each individual function of the trigger. All right. So. Could the initial movement be considered a single movement because then you set off basically a chain reaction? Is that what they're they're getting at here? It very well could be. Well, it but, would be if the gun continued to fire without yes. any further manipulation from the shooter. Yes, but and you it still doesn't. you if you ha attach a bump stock and and just hold the fore in and squeeze one shot, you're gonna get one shot yeah. if you do nothing else. So you still are required to make additional movements. Now, granted, mm -hmm. very rapid movements. But they are still individual, precise movements that must be cadenced mm -hmm. and measured and done mm -hmm. to achieve the rate of fire. That they, it's I, just fast semi-autos. I understand what they're getting at here with this with this language, but it's well, they're wrong. It it still is one hundred percent wrong. A bump stock still is just a simple accessory that allows firearms to function a little faster than they normally would otherwise. Now, you look at somebody like Jerry Michalik. Jerry Michalik can keep up with a bump stock. He can keep up with a machine gun right? with just his normal trigger pull. Any He's shooter with fast. enough time behind the gun and enough practice and enough skill can shoot a semi-auto very quick. And what confuses now, me is people get hung up on this semi-auto versus full auto. That's what I don't understand. I Why do they get hung up on the rate of fire of the gun when the rate of fire of the gun is irrelevant to the lethality of a given gun, right? It's the heart of the shooter, right? It's the the will of the shooter. It's what they do. It's how precise they can be. Mm -hmm. Arguably, right, machine guns in military situations actually waste ammunition. That's why the U.S. military went from the M14 being a select fire full auto service weapon and 30 caliber, which are arguably very hard to control in full cyclic, uh, full automatic. They switched over to the M16 with a three-round burst eventually because they knew that soldiers were wasting ammo in combat, uh, shooting full auto, and not hitting anything. So machine guns, unless you're very, very well trained and know what the heck you're doing, are actually much more ineffective than a precise shooter using a semi-auto and knowing what they're doing. So they get spun up on this rate of fire thing when it's not even relevant to, you know, they're trying to, to, to treat this like it's some epidemic or, or terrible thing when it, it's clearly, it's, it's not. Because if semi-autos are more effective because they're easier to control and use than something in, in a cyclic rate like a machine gun, and those aren't a problem, these definitely aren't. All right. So, and the FBI doesn't have any room to talk about, right, this situation at all. When here we are, they're, they're I'm not going to get into this in this particular video, right. but here they are trying to, you know, 
go to parent teacher meetings and 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 try to you know paint us with this really ugly brush and all of this stuff that's going on right but then they can't solve that crime Mm -hmm. come on come on we're not going to go there but it's just come on no one believes that he's you've lost you've lost that ability to make that argument you don't get to stand on this hill yeah you don't deserve that with what the with what the fbi and such is focusing on recently as far as quote-unquote criminal activity in this country and what is really a threat to this country, um, they've lost a lot of credibility with right. most most Americans. Not only the credibility, but the ability. Yes. All right, they, so, they, don't get, they don't deserve that honor. All right. Now, look, notwithstanding what we've already discussed here, all right, there's a section at the bottom that is very curious, and I want to go over this, okay? So I read this the other day, and reading it again, it makes a little more sense now. All right. So, the way that I read into the last section, okay, talking about the effective date of this legislation and such and how it's going to take effect, all right, <laughs> with, within, within a year, okay, within a year or less after the enactment of this act, the language in this bill would allow you to register your bump stock with the NFA. So that would be a post-sample, more or less, machine gun being able to be registered after 1986, which is in direct contradiction to the current laws on the books, including the Hughes Amendment. All right, The Hughes Amendment happened in 1986. It was attached to the Firearms Owners Protection Act, and I'd like to make sure that people understand that it was the NRA that left the Hughes Amendment in there because they wanted to get the Firearms Owners Protection Act passed. So we have the NRA to blame. This is in direct contradiction to the Hughes Amendment. So if you can register a bump stock as a machine gun, then there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to register a modern firearm that is from the factory, fully automatic, under this legislation. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. You cannot contradict yourself. That's right. So this, I don't know who wrote this, but this is erroneous right here to be able to allow people to register their bump stocks as machine guns, but not allow the you know factory machine guns to be registered as well. So this is just it's it's going to wind up being null and void most likely. But it's just a trash piece of legislation, just like everything else we see from the anti-gun side of things. But anyways, yeah, I mean, you know. and that really is the gist of it. Um, one thing that I'll just sort of add to you know what Chad was saying here about this particular bill as well is when you look at that last paragraph there where they talk about, you know, oh, well, you can register in the NFA. All right. Our friends at Fostech, uh, you guys may be familiar with Fostech. They do the origin and everything, but they also had their bump ski and AR mm-hmm. Defender bump stocks and everything. Mm-hmm. And we've done videos on those in the past, which aren't on YouTube anymore. But um, on those particular bump stocks, when they initially started doing all this mess and all, they tried to register one as a machine gun. Mm-hmm. You know what the ATF told them? You can't register this. It's not a machine gun. So if the ATF wouldn't let them register it, then... You know what I mean? Here's the thing. The ATF must look at this under the lens of the law. And if the law says that it's not a machine gun, it's not a machine gun. No matter how bad they want it to be or someone thinks it is... Jerry Mitchell it could be shooting in the bay mm-hmm. next to you, and it sounds like he's shooting a machine gun, but he's just that freaking fast. And look. So it, it, it's it's irrelevant, right? People have already, just out of spite, tried to register these things. 
and we're talking about manufacturers, people mm-hmm. who have the ability to make machine guns, like we're an SOT, you know, that sort of thing. So they can make whatever they want. So it's not like it's not outside the bounds of what they are legally allowed to do. The ATF telling them, you can't register this as a machine gun because it's not a machine gun. Mm-hmm. It's it's just literally a piece of metal. It's not a machine gun. Would Jerry's finger be considered a manual device that is designed such that when the device is attached to a semi-automatic weapon, like can he attach his finger to it? Well, would Jerry become a machine every gun? Every single time he touches the gun, it fires, and just the fact that he can touch it really freaking now, fast. Now, if he super glued his finger to the trigger, would that constitute... The attachment oh, of a device. You know, <laughs> you, you just, you cannot give these people an inch. Because this is the type of, of just erroneous crap they come up with. It, it's not bound in reality. It's not bound in any sense of logic or facts or data or, mm-hmm. or, or rule of law or anything. It's just simply a knee-jerk thing because mm-hmm. they see that the court cases related to bump stock are in their death throes. Mm-hmm. They know that it is a cornered animal in its last moments, and this is their way to just dirty the waters with more anti-gun legislation. See, it's, it's like we've said in many other videos. If they're throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. If they throw 15 bills at the wall, even if one of them gets through, they win. Because that's just one tiny chip off the 2A block that they can mm-hmm. hang their hat on. They are perfectly willing to bob down the system with all this random erroneous legislation, probably even knowing that it doesn't hold water, but they don't care because they just want to bog down the legislative process and just, quite frankly, just get on people's freaking nerves and bother people and, and, and just waste people's time. Always. I mean, that's just, just part of it. But, man... This bump stock thing is just a giant mess. I mean, you can't change physics. You can't change the design or the, the the way something is designed to operate. You can't just say, oh, well, that's not how it operates. This is how it operates. Well, no, physics doesn't dictate that. Science doesn't dictate that. You know, the data doesn't dictate that. Now, they want to talk about, oh, there's so much crime that gets committed with bump stocks. We've got to ban these things. Bullcrap. Where's the data? There's no section in the FBI crime statistics that they publish each year that says bump stocks. And there's okay. no distinction made for brace pistols either. No, and we've talked about that in the past as well. But, you know, these legislators want to paint this... Because the data doesn't exist and yeah. they know it. They want to paint these pieces of legislation as something that's going to save society as a whole, you know, from, oh, all this criminal activity that's based on these products. Well, there's nothing to back Prove it. that up. Yeah, let's see you it. Know? Prove it. It's all emotions. It's just all, you know, the common, typical rhetoric. And, yep. you know, the uh, the followers of this cult, cult, more or less, they just eat it right up. And they're way. hoping that you'll just bury your head in the sand and do what you're told and just trust what they're saying without even researching yep. it on your own. That's the... That's the terrible part. Yeah. Like we're trying to put these videos out to educate people what's going on. They need to be aware of what's going on with their yeah. civil rights. I mean, this is a civil rights issue, right? Firearms, the Second Amendment is one of the most cherished and important civil rights we could possibly have. It's what makes men equal, right? Mm-hmm. It's what gives every single right we have enshrined in our Constitution teeth, mm-hmm. right? Without that, none none else matters, right? It's just mm-hmm. a, a kind uh, suggestion without the ability to enforce it. So. Um. One last thing I'd like to add, we talk about all the time about, you know, giving an inch and then taking a mile, right? So say this piece of legislation becomes law. 
Well, then what's going to stop a legislator from saying, you know what, I'm going to introduce a bill to add even more to the definition of a machine gun. Mm -hmm. Guess what? If it sounds like a machine gun, it must be a machine gun. If you're shooting too fast, then the ATF is going to come and bust you and they're going to put you in butt rape prison because you were shooting your gun too fast and it sounded too much like a machine gun. Or if they can just arbitrarily change the definition of what certain guns are based on whatever random criteria they can convince someone, regardless of the of whether or not the facts hold water, well, then, of course, then they can just start adding anything they want. They can just say, well, you know, AR-15s are machine guns. Well, Because why? they're capable well, because, of shooting too fast. Because they can shoot fast. Mm-hmm. Well, well, right, but I can shoot fast, right? Mm-hmm. I can take that Swedish Jungman in 6.5 by 55. I can take any random battle rifle, and I can shoot it fast as crap. From my shoulder, aimed fire, right? But I'm also a trained rifleman. Like, I know how to shoot rifles, right? So it it's all comes down to the disposition and will of the individual shooter mm. and the skill level of the shooter. Also, something to add. Most shooters who have been behind the trigger for a long time, they are capable of outrunning most of these guns. There are individuals who are capable, including Jerry Michalik, okay? And including Eric. He's got a fast trigger finger. Tim has a fast trigger finger. We can outrun these guns' functionality, their mechanical functionality, we can outrun them. I'm looking at one right in front of me right now. I mean, so what yeah. does that say? Okay, I mean, are we machine guns because we can physically run these guns faster than they're capable of operating? Yeah. Uh, Watch our Benelli M4 video. I can outrun a Benelli M4 on the second trigger squeeze every single time. It's all about... The mechanics of the gun mm-hmm. and understanding the mechanics. Physics. And look, the human body is, is a pretty miraculous object, right? Like, we're capable of a lot of great things, right? And mm-hmm. some people have just mastered the mechanics of mm-hmm. shooting in such a way. Like, Jerry is, is, again, one of those individuals. When we look at his level of skill, mm-hmm. he is just such an example of the apex of what shooters can accomplish. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jerry is a legend, right? You know, we can all hope to to reach that Mecca one day. But that's a great example mm-hmm. that it really does come down to understanding the limitations of the mechanics of the mm-hmm. gun and the skill of the shooter. And I think that's where this quickly gets left off. So, oh, yeah. You know. Anyway, guys, contact your reps. Mm-hmm. There's a great link over at FPC if you go over to... Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? it uh, was DefendBumpStocks.com. Yeah, DefendBumpStocks.com. And there'll be a little bit of information there in the landing mm-hmm. page if you want to support FPC. Uh, GOA also, we have to give GOA the credit they deserve because they are the ones that originally really put forth this bump stock uh, case. Also, mm-hmm. Tim at Military Arms Channel, who is on that mm-hmm. case originally. So um, it's totally worth mentioning that they deserve all the support they can get. Support GOA, FPC, really great groups, guys there doing great work. And ladies, hello, Jen. Uh, so lots of uh, and you know stuff going well, on there. Look, these court cases aren't one with sunshine and uniform unicorn farts. Okay, I mean, so they they need donations. That's you right. You want to fight the good fight? Throw a dollar their way. That's right. Maybe five, maybe twenty. And also, a uh, big thank you to all our Patreon supporters oh, yeah. who support our channel. Also, go over on Ballistic Inc. and pick yourself up a snazzy mm-hmm. t-shirt. Uh, those funds definitely support our efforts mm-hmm. and help us keep these videos rolling. Uh, support the people that support us. It would mean a lot to us. Look, there's a tab over on um, Ballistic Inc. now. I saw it recently. Matt put it up. It says, spicy. It's the spicy section. Spicy section? No, I'm kidding. There's not really a spicy section. Well, there needs to be. There needs to be. All right. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Have a good day, boys and girls. Thanks for watching. Many more videos on the way. We'll catch you next time. Bye, guys.